Welcome to I Got Back Up. I'm Talia Lazarus, creator of I Got Back Up. And in August 2021, I was in a road accident. I didn't walk for 10 weeks. I had knee surgery that September and a second double knee surgery in February 22. My journey took me through greatest highs and extreme lows. We don't realize how much we take for granted until it is all taken away. The day I was able to get a glass of water all by myself was one of those little moments in life. Everyone has a story, and as humans, we always talk about when someone is back up or how something happened, but we don't discuss the middle part, the recovery, the journey, the darkness, the continuous roller coaster of ups and downs. It's a taboo subject for most, but here it's not. You have a chance to change your story, your outcome, your next chapter. You can face all your hurdles, obstacles and walls with us and those around you. You are not alone. We recover together. Today I'm with Florian Marku, a professional boxer remaining undefeated. Florian fights from a southpaw stance and his record currently stands at 11 wins, 0 losses and 1 draw. Of those 11 wins, he has stopped 7 of his opponents, so his current knockout rate is 64%. Florian has suffered many injuries over the years, including those to his hands. After winning a fight with a dislocated thumb, he has undergone hand surgeries, but continues to come back stronger each time. With the mindset of never giving up, his dreams continue to come true, especially after his last fight took place at Air Albania Stadium, a football stadium in his home country. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And you, Talia? I'm good, thank you. I'm doing very well. The floor is completely over to you. Yes, uh, I'm going to say about how I started. Uh, first of all, kickboxing, because like this I started. I was uh, in Greece. I was around 12 years old. Before that, I was a, a football player. I love to play football, but in a, in a football match, I broke my uh, my uh, foot, my and I had to give up. I couldn't run, I couldn't do, and I didn't like too much football, but it was, everyone was playing football when I was young, and I said, okay, let's try it. I didn't like it at all, but after some time, it was a gym, boxing gym in my in my neighbor. I try, I go one day to see how they gonna gonna box, and I love it. I felt straight in love with the, the art of boxing, because it's not only about fighting is everything you must be smart clever is not is endurance is uh, discipline you need to be come very good in boxing you need all of that and i go in the first day in the in a boxing gym and from that day i never stopped uh, i started with the kickboxing but before because of my papers i have albanian passport and in greece it was a problem for me to go in a boxing because it needed more papers about uh, the government there. And I started the kickboxing. I had uh, in kickboxing in all my career, I had 110 kickboxing fights. And I lost only four of them. I was good. I, 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 I loved kickboxing, but it was not very popular back then. And uh, But it was, I, I win all the titles in Greece. I started becoming really popular in Europe, I win some belts. Uh, I win two times the world title in a, in a kickboxing. But after that, I turned to MMA in the cage, how they they say. And uh, I start fighting in a cage. I love it. Back then was the Conor McGregor 
when he started uh, becoming very famous and I started loving all the, the, the training, the thing, and I won seven of my of my fights in MMA, but in one fight, I dislocated my left finger, and then the problem with my hand starts. You know that many people doesn't know. I was in a fight with him in a very popular fight. You should go and check that fight out. Is uh, me against uh, Bitakos is his name. And in the second, in the first round, when I start hitting the other guy, I dislocated my finger, and I start feeling it numb. You know, I, a very very bad pain in my in my hand. But I, I didn't give up the fight. I put my finger in 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 the place. I start keep going, keep going, but my hand was really, really bad. After the fight, I go. Then was my first uh, operation that I had in my in my life from the boxing career. This took me around six months. It was a really hard situation for me because I never learned to stay out of the gym so long. And it for me six months to stay out of training, out of sweating, out of boxing was a really really hard situation. But with first of all with discipline and I was I loved what I was doing and I wanted I, I was never wanted to give up you know I start keep going keep going then I turned into boxing I had much problem with the MMA I couldn't grab anymore the MMA was much different for me much difficult about the the grappling needed many things to to adapt to it you know and I came in boxing I came in UK about uh, I had the offer from uh, from some organizer that was here in in UK but they was the big liars they say they had the offer from from uh, two promoters that they was a big liars they told me that you're gonna come here you're gonna have everything uh, ready for you you will gonna have a home you're gonna have a car everything and I was I was really happy we signed the contract. And after I came here with my family, I realized that everything was a really, really lie, big lie. They was not, they didn't know nothing about boxing. They was big liars. And I start, I came, I was happy that I came in UK because from Albania with the papers and the things a little bit complicated to come to this country. You need a visa is a little bit different story that most of people doesn't know and I came here I was happy that I came sorry I was happy that I came in UK and I, I decided me and my family to stay but of course it was really difficult at the beginning because I didn't know nobody the the crowd the promoters didn't know me here and it was a little bit hard at the beginning but I was telling to to the promoters that hey, I can fill the stadium. I I know how people support me. I had a big name back home in Europe, and nobody believed me. You know, and uh, after I find I found a small promoter that uh, made a show about me. And my first fight was in York Hall. I think you have heard about it. And. <laughs> and uh, I sold around 1,800 tickets to this uh, to this event, and everyone was surprised. And then my start, my career here, it started from the beginning. But from a small age, I had really, really problem on my on my hey, hey, uh, on my hands. I start winning the fights. At my sixth fight, I had a fight with Jamie Stewart. 
is his name, I fight in Eddie Henshaw, and they give me a draw. This was my worst moment in my boxing career so far. Because I have never experienced a loss in the last 11 years, you know, for me, it was really hard to, 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 to feel something like this because I was, I am very dedicated in, 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 in the sport. And when they give me the draw, I was really, really sad. But it's okay, they give me one hard fight. Ryland Charlton was undefeated, was really good, popular in this country. And I decided, I say yes, of course, because I wanted to go straight in the fire. I wanted, after the draw, I wanted to take what's mine, you understand? And I decided, okay, I'm going to fight this guy. Before the fight with him, two weeks before the fight, I dislocate my left finger. And this was one of the worst moments of my life because the, the people was thinking that, oh, Florian doesn't, is not so good. They give him a draw because people, they doesn't know how was the situation, what happened about the draw. The referee was against me and all these things. And I was so mad with that. And I wanted only to go to fight with this uh, Ryland Sheldon to beat him and to take what's mine, you know. And yeah, two weeks before the fight, I dislocated my left finger. And this was my hardest moment till, uh, till that time. But I had the choice or to give up the fight, to not fight, you know, and to take it like two, three months later on. Or to make it to to make the fight uh, how I was, and I decide I must fight because I couldn't give up. You know, I wanted to go to finish him, and but nobody knew about that. I train only with my uh, my right hand. I finish the two weeks that left. They, we go to the fight. Nobody knew about uh, about it. Nothing. And when I was putting my glove, my left glove, I couldn't feel my 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 thumb. I was telling my trainer. Hey, touch it, is my thumb in, because you know how it is, you have wear gloves, you know how it is, you know. I, I, I told him, is my thumb, because I couldn't feel it was so numb, my, my, uh, my left uh, hand. And we go to the fight, I beat the other guy, I win him, I stop him, I stop him at the eighth round, and everything was okay, very happy. Straight after the, the fight, I go and I operate my... My left, uh, my left hand. This takes take around five months out of training, uh, out of uh, couldn't do nothing. I was a really uh, important position on my career, you know, and I couldn't. I was feeling like I'm losing time. What I'm gonna do? Why I'm not uh, fighting? But here I am today, you know. Everything. I think everything happened for a reason. I had many injuries. I had again another injury. After that, everything was good. I made two fights. I win again. And I hurt my right hand in a fight. The, the right hand, I, ha I had always problem with it. And before one big fight, I injured it again in the, in the training. And I had to put screws inside. I don't know if you know. Uh, they fused me too. They fused the bones with the screws. And this was really, really hard because it was around one and a half year before. The injuries have taken a lot out of me, but I think they make you stronger mentally, you know, because it shows you how much you can... You never give up. Life, I think, is about going forward. You cannot never stop, you know. It's, it never is the end if you love something. And me, the people who knows my story, knows how much 
I love boxing and how much I want to achieve, you know. And that, I think, is that make me a different fighter from, from, than the others. The other people, they broke one time the hand and it's the end of the world. I think everything needs his time. Yeah, so how many operations have you had? Uh, two on my left one and three on my right hand. Exactly. Very difficult. But that's, that's the mental side, isn't it? The fact that you can do that with your mental strength <clears throat> to go into the fight knowing you're dislocated thumb. <laughs> exactly. I think that is my difference from these other fighters because imagine to go to a boxing fight that you have only your two hands with one hand and to believe 100% that you're going to beat the other guy. and But that's that's me, you know, and that is, I think, that uh, I have win most of my fights because of my belief. And But is I, I don't say that it was a correct decision that I fought, <laughs> I fought with one hand, but at the end of the day, I won the fight and we are happy and we are okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Where do you think your mental strength and kind of the belief comes from? I think from a small age, it was the the, the thing that how I built myself up, you know, training. Uh, one day happened in the training, I tell you a small story. I was in a boxing, uh, in kickboxing, and one guy from the bigger than me, they they give me a kick to the, to the head, because I have break so many things in my life. <laughs> for other people, it looks like, wow, they he break his hand, but for me, I've been, yeah, I break so many things. And he gave me a kick, and I turn to my trainer, and I say, listen, I think I broke my hand. He said, no way. He said, if you if you was breaking your hand, you would start crying, because I was young, I was 15 years old. And I say, no, yeah. I broke it. And I go, then and this night, I go to the hospital, they make me uh, x-ray. I go next day to the trainer with the jeep, uh, how you say, the the white thing. The yes, the cost, and I say, you see, I told you, but I keep going. This day, I was keep going the training, but nobody believed that I broke it. And yeah. And I do believe as well. Everything happens for a reason. Um, yeah, everything that we go through happens one hundred percent, and they do make us stronger, especially our injuries, and not just physically stronger. Um, I mean, yes, physically stronger because when you are coming back from a physical injury or an operation or something like that, you know. You have to become stronger. You know, your muscles have to become stronger. So you do end up, you know, most people do end up in a way becoming stronger. But it is a, it is, it's a mental strength as well. I think that's the most, most important. People cannot realize how strong is the mind, how strong is the belief. I think the mind is everything about our body. If you, uh, for me... The, now, when I have an injury, I don't see it so bad. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? How I see it like a positive. Okay, I'm going to recover faster. What I'm going to do this time that will be off of the gym. But before that, when I had the small injuries, I was saying, oh, my God, how am I going to do that? <laughs> how am I going to do this? But now it's completely it's fine because the job that I do is normally for injury. And, but many people... Yeah. Like you told me about uh, your story that you have you with your uh, with your accident is big, you know, to to not be uh, able to walk like you want is is uh, really hard for mental uh, for for 
for the mind and especially for one girl because we men is something different we have a lot of injuries in our life because it's the life that <laughs> is but yes is is unbelievable Yeah, definitely. No, I, I understand completely. And I think that's the thing is, it's, yes, mine was my legs, but yours is your hands. And it doesn't matter whether it's your legs or your hands or your shoulder or anything. It doesn't matter about what part of your body, if it is a physical injury, because it affects everybody differently and their way of life and what they have to do and how they adapt to just living. Um, and I guess that's the thing is, like, when you said during your first injury, you'd never spent so much time not in the gym. Yes. You know, how did you, how did you find that first time really affected your mental health per se? Oh my God, really bad. Because I haven't learned to stay, I, I, I didn't know how is to stay out of the gym, you know, and at the beginning it was hard because I was thinking what I'm going to do this time. After that, I realized that I should do something else that take my mind out and to be positive about it, what happened, that I'm going to come back stronger than it was. And everything, in any, uh, in every injury that I had in my life, I became much, much stronger after that. And this, this yeah. is the point. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. And also, we were, we were chatting before this, actually, about, um, uh, especially to do with men and mental health and speaking out loud. We were saying, well, well, we, you know, you said that a lot of the time m women obviously express themselves a lot easier than men do. Um, and men can struggle to talk about suffering or going through any kind of recovery, especially with regards to mental health. How do you kind of see that as, you know, as a man, for instance? Yes, because in the world that we, 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 we live today, you know, men doesn't speak about pain, about struggles in the life, about uh, mental things, you know, but as the time goes and we, we say about the years, now m m more men have started uh, talking about their life, how many problems, how uh, difficult life is, because... But I think you must express yourself, you know, that will make you much better to talk with someone because we hear so many things about uh, suicides and uh, things that people do, you know. It's hard, it's hard. I think everyone should, first of all, train <laughs> the most important, <laughs> the most important that they take their mind out of stress, anxiety and all these mental things if they are not injured, of course. And then to yeah. take care of themselves, to eat good, because people, uh, they doesn't understand how serious is when you take care of your body, how much better you feel when you eat good, when you train, when, I think to feel good, you must first take care of you and then for the others. Yeah. If you don't care of yourself, you will not care about nobody else and you'll be sad. And I say to my friends also, because most of my friends, they eat rubbish. <laughs> they eat bad and they go, they doesn't train, they go away a party, but, and they, they come in a, in a point that they say, oh, I'm sad, what I'm going to do about life. They have everything and they feel sad. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone that have problems with mental health or things, they must, first of all, train, second, eat good and take yeah. care of themselves. That's, I think, is the most important. Yeah, I think taking care of yourself, a lot of people um, underestimate how amazing taking care of yourself really is. And 
I think it's, it's still, it's hard for a lot of people because whatever people are going through, taking care of themselves, um, they, it's so easy to forget to take care of it is, it's so easy, and a lot of people will sometimes put others first, take care of others, but you are the most important person to you, um, 100%. Very true. So, um, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yes, the most important thing, I think, is you to take care of yourself, and then you can take care of the, of the world, because you can, if you are good, you will you will give positive energy also to the others if you are yeah yeah it is definitely about your own positive energy and how if you are feeling good how you put yourself out into the world um definitely and like we were saying everything happens for a reason why do you think everything happens for a reason on your own personal why what you've been through why do you think for yourself everything happens for a reason <sighs> First of all, me, I'm a strong believer in God. I believe in God. And I believe everything is right. And, but it's right and how positive and how good you are with the people. If you are good, I think good will come back to you. I think you must be kind with everyone. I think the, the key of happiness in this life is to make people, to make other people happy. We say you can start your day positive. From the morning, you wake up in the morning, you see somebody in the street struggling and you help him. I think this gives you happiness. And I think this is something that God will give back to you in the return. And me, how like this, I live my life, you know. And I think everything happened for a reason. But some things you created also with to be a good person. Yeah, definitely. But I think you must be positive, first of all, with yourself. How... Is something is a, is a, uh, they say a word like how you are, how you see yourself, you see also the others. If you are happy and you are positive, you will see the world positive. You, if you are sad and you are depressed, on you will see all the world like this. But if you start the day with positive, yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's waking up and starting with a positive mind, even even if you're in a you know in a very bad place, even if you can say one tiny positive thing to yourself <laughs> exactly i think every person has time like one hour per day to take care of themselves you know everyone but most of people are lazy and when you let you let the, the, the you let yourself one month two months three months four months and you then you start getting depressed especially yeah. in this country with the weather <laughs> You understand? <laughs> yeah, it's true. When you don't care about yourself, then it became like a stone, stone, stone. It became big, you understand? If you don't care, you must take care of yourself. One one hour per day is nothing. Everyone can train. Everyone can look what they're eating. I think the most important thing is that. Yeah, 100%. And if you had any advice to give to somebody that's going through any um, dark time, maybe even if it is, say they're going through something that they love to do and they've had to stop doing it you know you obviously had to stop when you had your you know injuries and your operations what what would you say to somebody that comes to you for advice if they really love it they must never give up because if they really love it at the end they're gonna achieve what they want and what they desire if they doesn't love it really then <laughs> what can I say? But if they, yeah, if they love it, nothing can stop them. No injuries, 
trust me when I say I had much, very, a lot of injuries, but nothing can, couldn't stop me to be where I am. Not that I am in a position now that I'm happy or, but from where I started to where I am, oh my God, it's a huge difference. Yeah. And uh, your dreams are coming true, aren't they? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I thought... My last fight was in the 20th of August and I fought in my home country in Albania. I fought in a mm-hmm. football stadium. It was around 20,000 capacity, you know. And for nice. this was my dream coming through when I was young, when I started. I couldn't imagine that I will uh, headline a show like this. And yes, with hard work, with its injuries and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything yeah, yeah, with hard work and desire. Well, you never give up, and that's the thing, you're not going to give up. So. Never, never. That is my mindset from a small kid, you know, never giving up. Yeah, totally, totally. Am I, can I ask when your next fight is, or ah. when the fight line? If you, whatever you're allowed to say. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, my next fight will be around the end of January or February, a big fight here in London. Oh, very nice, very yeah. nice. Yeah, you will be there. You can't go back on this. I'm going to be there. No, no. You recorded. You have it here. It's done. Exactly. Exactly. But you and I, we are going to spar again one day. We are not even again. We are going to spar one day, aren't we? 100%. I told you. Bring the gloves. Yeah, 100% we will. I'm not sure when I can box, but I'm pretty sure it's soon. But we're going to do it 100%. Perfect. So, anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I think we said all. I wanted to say these things, you know, about the people to hear some things about my story. I'm writing also, we are writing my book, and a lot of things that people are going to read it, and they say, wow, they're going to be surprised about my life and about my desire. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people... People don't realize somebody's story, really. They can see someone from the outside. They can judge someone from the outside. But people don't really get to know somebody inside. And I think once you hear somebody's story, it it can change people's lives. 100%. You're right. Thank you for joining me today, Florian. I look forward to sparring with you in the ring. From a small kid, Florian's mindset has always been never give up. And so can yours. If you really love something, don't let anything stop you. Be good, be kind, and remember to take care of yourself. I'll see you next time.